welcome to our podcast, The House on Podcast Hill, where my husband and I talk about true crime, unsolved mysteries, paranormal encounters, and all things spooky. Hi, my name is Danny, and I'm here with my husband, Josh. Hello. And today, we're going to talk about... Um, our scary experiences. Exactly. So, we want to wish you a happy and spooky Halloween. Halloween! <laughs> and to celebrate Halloween, we decided that we're going to just sit down, like we're just hanging out and talking about... Our scary experiences that we've had. Yes. It'll be fun. Uh, do you want to start? Or? Um, sure. Okay. Or did you want to start? No, go ahead. Alright. Well, I'll start with a story that hap- that was told to me from my mother. And this happened before I was born. But my opa, my grandpa, he was really sick. And my family had just come back from the Netherlands. I guess they were traveling or... Um, I'm not really sure. I think seeing family because he was sick and he was going to die soon. And, um, so we, they had, I guess, come home early and he was really sick on, like, they didn't know how long he was going to last. He had, he had cancer. Oh, okay. I was just going to ask that. I think he had, uh, I'm not exactly a hundred percent sure what kind of cancer he had. But I know, I know that he was sick and he was dying. And he had cancer. He was dying. Yeah. Um, and I think it was prostate. Prostate. Yeah. I think that it was Um, so my, where I grew up, I, I grew up in a townhouse and it's two stories and, um, it had like a lower story as well. And then <clears throat> the main floor and then like the second floor mm-hmm. and my, Grandpa was put into the lower, like this, the first floor bedroom on the first floor. It was next to like the kitchen, and it had a window facing the tennis courts. Like a bay window type thing. Oh uh, no, just like a normal window. Oh, okay. Yeah, and um, the I guess that's where they had put him to take like my Oma was oh, taking care of him just to die. Um, I don't. I think they took him to the hospital. I'm not. At, to die but i think like they were caring oh, i'm not sure he didn't exactly. die in the house um no he did not die in the- okay. i don't think so actually the more i think about it i'm not entirely sure on if he was even in the house at the time during this happening i think he was in the hospital okay yeah yeah yeah, yeah. but he had been staying in that room i think um and my oma she's not really like believing in the supernatural or the paranormal especially like ghosts and that kind of thing like yeah, i think she was she's old, so she's she... like she was very like cynical about it but she like kind of believed it it's like if she said something that had ha- like if she was scared by something but you, like, know, you could was... really believe her because it was like something she didn't like just believe in anything right. you know she wouldn't easily spook i guess is what i'm well, trying to say you know she was watching unsolved mysteries and shit yeah, that's true. Like, she was really into that kind of stuff. And, and like, true crime and... Murder, she wrote. And I don't know if she ever watched Murder, she wrote. <laughs> but, um, she definitely, like, she believed, like, I'm to aliens and, like, to the degree of paranormal, she wasn't, like, that strong of a believer. Like, definitely, um, spiritual and religious. She believed in God. Definitely and religious. I mean, you went to a 
Christian school. Yeah. So. Um, but she didn't really talk about, I guess, things that scared her very oh, often. Yeah. She was like she, a very stoic woman. I mean, what she went through to when she was younger. Yeah. And that's a whole other story, but she went through a lot to get to where she ended mm-hmm. in the United States. Yeah. But, um, anyways, so when I think he was in the hospital, I guess this was like close to the time he was going to die. And, um, my grandma said that there were crows, like just kind of like pe- pecking at the windows first in the room that he was staying in and then next in like the living room which was like it was kind of like a dipped living room it wasn't necessarily like on a second like the lower level it was just like a, like you would walk in living room and then like small stairs mm-hmm. that go up into like the main floor and then the second floor your house sounds weird yeah it was a townhouse so it was just like built differently i get it but it still sounds weird yeah but um, she said that they wouldn't stop, and they kept coming, just pecking, pecking. And at first, she thought, "Oh, maybe you know, there's something going on." She had asked the neighbors; they hadn't said anything about there being birds. <laughs> um, she thought she was like going crazy because she was um sad about her husband's passing, but she knew what she saw. Like my mother saw it as well, and I'm pretty sure my mother said that her brother saw it my uncle, my uncle Henry. Um, That's weird. So if he was in the house or not, I'm not sure. Maybe he wasn't even there, but my mom definitely said that she saw it and my grandma had saw it. That's weird. And it didn't cease until after he passed away. Yeah. They were, they were, they were trying to, they're soul bearers. They carry souls into the afterlife. There is, yeah. um, Beliefs in like crows carrying like you said, carrying souls into the afterlife or um, General, predicting death. Yeah. Like movies will use crows to depict death or decay a lot of the time. A lot of mythology does. Yeah, I a don't lot of Viking know a mythology lot about does. It. Norse, Celtic, nice. all those things. I don't. I don't know if Romans did. Yeah. Hmm. That's something I would like to. I would probably have to read up on the crows. Yeah. Yeah, it's mostly just death and decay, or um, they're like the smartest bird in history. Huh. I guess. Yeah, because didn't they use didn't they use them to carry like messages? Yeah. That was pigeons, but like I know they use crows. And they use crows. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. Yeah, they use crows. Yeah. Okay. I mean, they did in Game of Thrones. That's right. They did in Game of Thrones, and so. if Game in, Game of Thrones is true, all of it's true. <laughs> we need to get out of here, White Walkers. Do I have any? Let's see. When I was about, Phoenix wasn't born yet. So it would have been 2009. No, 2008. Because of mold. We decided (laughs) to um, go up to Gold Camp Road and it's in Colorado Springs. And it's said that if you stop by this, uh, it's a tunnel. And I, this road's like, you have to get so close to the mountainside that you're not breaking your mirror, because if you go any further over, you're off the cliff. Uh-huh. So it's just really narrow. Really narrow. Like, I was freaking out the whole time because this is before I had pills. 
for my mental stuff. So I was just freaking out the whole time. And we were in Justo's van. Yeah. So, like, how good is that to climb up a mountain? I don't know. It's good, actually. (laughs) But Well, like, how wide were the roads? Just for one... Just one vehicle. vehicle. Yeah. Nobody should have really been up there, Mm. to be honest with you. And, uh... And where is this? In Colorado? Yeah, Colorado Springs. So, south of this way. Where Garden of the Gods is and stuff. And, uh... It said that, you know, like the tunnel where a bus crashed and the kids, like, like that hill in San Antonio and the kids come and, like, push your car out of the way kind of thing. Oh, yeah. This one is a push your car out of the way in the tunnel. If you cover it with uh, baby powder, it's, they just, like, Blair Witch. Like you can see fingerprints yeah. and stuff? and you can hear them smacking the windows and stuff. Oh, weird. Did you guys ever do that? Yes. But it's lit now, <laughs> so there's a huge light in there, up in the ceiling. Oh, wow. So. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was, what What time was it? Probably about midnight. We went up there. It was me, my buddy, my buddies. I don't know what she was. Uh, my girlfriend, my other buddy, and his friend. So there was like five or six of us. I can't remember. Hmm. But um, it's a trail you can walk. Right, and it ends at a certain point, but it's a really long, it's a good two, three mile trail to end into, got, it ended into nothing. Like there was a sign that was like, okay, it's done now, turn back. And it was honestly the crappiest hike I've ever been on. But because usually you want like an end goal when you hike. Yeah, yeah, I want to get somewhere, yeah, accomplish this something. Is, this is nothing. Just and nothing the two happened. fools we were with, I guess, were high on mushrooms. <laughs> the other buddies of mine, or yes. and and my buddies, so like mutual buddies of ours. And I guess they were just super high. We didn't find that out until later, but we were walking along to get to the point of the story. About middle way, walking along. And uh, we're talking back and forth, and we can hear, like, oh, creepy. you know, and, it, really and we dark? were like, oh, yeah, you couldn't see shit. And we didn't have any flashlights either, because mm-hmm. it was before phones having flashlights on. Right. No, it wasn't. Oh, wait. No, it yeah. wasn't. I mean, I didn't have one. I had a flashlight on it. Yeah. I don't know if anybody else did, but I did not. And uh, not a lot of people had Android. I remember it being money. pretty light, yeah. so I think it was like a full moon or like a fuller moon. Yeah. Uh, one of the bright moons, and it was pretty clear. And it was summer, so it wasn't cold or anything. And we were wa- walking along a trail and we're talking, and all of a sudden I look over and there's this lady. Oh, wow. And she has a red bandana and like a gray t-shirt on or a sweatshirt and she's of color um i think 
but like everything like slowed down you know how like when your brain senses there's something wrong yeah. it slows everything down like it seems everything like is so slow yeah. like when you have a ball thrown at you and you go to catch it and it just seems really slow yeah um it did that and for me because i asked my buddy later if that happened to him the slow and he was like no that didn't it wasn't it was weird but it i didn't it didn't slow down for me so i uh went really slow for me and i so was like got your like kind of your yeah, adrenaline going it was like really that. weird because i mean she kind of scared us yeah because she just was like materialized you know i was i was turned this way and then i went to turn this way and her i went i was turning facing backwards and i went to turn my head and her face would have been like right as i was turning Oh wow! So, so she, she was right she got there, close. and but you hadn't seen her. Come That's up. how I knew she had a red bandana. Yeah, you know, and no, because if you look over, it's a literal drop. Oh, so there's nowhere she could have come from. I mean, there were campsites down there that you could see. Yeah, but like to climb up that without us hearing it and stuff, yeah, would have been a little. We would have known. Yeah, and that's like... I mean, we did hear... And it was in the middle of the But it wasn't like that. The the crunching noises that we were hearing were coming to our right side along... There's a mountain over here along the upper parts of the mountain. We figure it was a mountain lion following us. Mm -hmm. That's terrifying. (laughs) Yeah, but I don't don't really know if it it was or not, but I don't think whatever following us did anything because we were in such a big pack and we were huddled yeah together so i mean we looked giant right. probably that thing so i this has nothing this is totally completely different from that lady so and then i don't it, she just asked us if everything was okay and we were like yeah everything's fine thanks for you know worrying about us and stuff and she goes yeah just be careful Huh. She, like, was warning you? Yeah, it was weird. Weird. Nothing happened. Did she seem frantic or scared? No, super chill. Really? Super calm. Huh. And, like, it was just... Was she solid? Like, you could see... No, yeah, she looked like a person, like me and you, with a red bandana on, and... But I I have no idea how she would have got up there, because she would have had to have been passing us because she could have followed the trail that was down to our left up but and then coming this way but we did not see anybody coming that way or hear anybody coming yeah. up this way and it was you know well just her what would she be doing and then just to just the ominous warning like set the whole tone yeah for that and we were like be careful careful oh, what okay well, I mean, it was 12 at night, and you did say it was later you might have at this point. heard footsteps or something following you. So, like, she could have been, it could have been a person camping, referring to that, too. Yeah, but it was just not hearing her. Yeah, like, there would have been nowhere for her to come from, basically, yeah, without those, seeing her. Yeah, because the steps, like I said, were on our right side, and she was on my left. Weird. So she would have had to cross. Yeah, there was no, okay. So and it was it was bright. We could see in front of us. You know what I mean? Yeah. So and one of my other buddies was taking pictures and stuff anyway. So we had the flash. Yeah. So 
Uh, it was just super weird. That, that's that's one scary story I have there. And I, I don't know why we were like, hey, let's go up to this really haunted road that's <laughs> only a car wide. And uh, at, at 12 at night, we started walking probably about 1.30. I believe it was daytime by the time we went home. Yeah. So, like, do you think you were out there at, like, 3 in the morning, like, around 3 o'clock? It had to have been. That's crazy. Maybe. Do you think it was a ghost? I do. Yeah. I really do. I feel like There's a lot sometimes of you there. just, like, know. Like, you know, the feelings yeah, that you weird. get. You're like, this isn't, this feeling I'm having is not normal normal or this doesn't feel right yeah the hair on your neck stands up and stuff and like you get goosebumps and chills for no reason if she was a ghost she was definitely a friendly ghost and like was she was totally yeah, she must have died so i figured she must have died there either yeah. a car accident or slipped off or something because there are a lot if you it's look sad. at it in the colorado Wait. springs newspaper there are a lot of deaths there because it is so oh wow Really? Yeah. And you said it was such a small road and yeah. Yeah. So there's there's a lot of car accidents that's people sad. are stupid. Yeah. So Well, that kinda like that's nice. Like she's a friendly ghost that hangs out and protects travelers on the road. Yeah, cool. creepy nonetheless. Though. It's still creepy. I have a She didn't <laughs> look like she was from two thousand and eight. Like she was dressed up from like Yeah, she had like a old school like one of those old school like 90s hmm. gangster rapper giant baggy t-shirts you know yeah and then like i don't i i didn't look at her pants yeah because i passed like this you know and then look back at her and then um she, that red bandana yeah so it was just super weird and then but we when we went back she, there was nobody there. Weird. Was so were there, there were people? There were people camping, camping, but they were all asleep. Yeah. Like there was, you could, like there's campsites down there, but like you could tell, like there was no fires or anything like that. And like, to be the devil's advocate, like let's say it was someone camping and they went to go pee or whatever, mm -hmm. you know, um, why would you climb up? A ridge like you said it was right. like kind of down below like yeah it was yeah hill or whatever like it like why would you climb up to use the bathroom like it just seemed in the middle of the night you know i mean unless she was taking a late night stroll yeah i don't know stargazing because it was pretty yeah but i i i guess it could have been a camper but it just felt fucking weird yeah it didn't feel like she was a camper you know stupid mm -hmm. campers <laughs> That's me. I camp all the time. Oh, yeah. In Call of Duty. Oh, Call of Duty. <laughs> I was like, we don't camp. I wish we did. I would love to go camping. All right. So I guess it would be your turn. Um, all right. Well, I will tell a story from when I was really young, when I was um, six or seven. And there was this uh, family that lived across the way from us and they had three or four kids they had a lot of kids okay and um i always would spend the night at their house 
And one night, my Oma, she, my grandma, she was like, why don't you invite, um, I'll call her Rachel, over to sleep over instead? Because Rachel and I were closest in age, and we um, had the closest relationship. Right. So my grandma was like, yeah, invite her over, and, you know, we'll watch movies and hang out. Um, it'll be fun. I was like, okay. And I hadn't really been good at sleepovers. It's kind of a lot like your daughter. I was like yeah, scared. Yeah. I was scared to sleep away. Yeah, I did um, the same thing. Yeah, I think a lot of young kids are. But it was easier because they were across the way. And if I got scared, I could literally just like walk home. You know, they could walk to, me home. I, I used to call my mom. Yeah. Like if I was at Drew's, who was around the corner, I would call her. And they would have to, mm. she's like, I'm not coming to get you. You can walk <laughs> home, but I'm not coming to get you. Aww. Just trying to get you to stay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's hard. It's hard for kids to stay away from home, especially when, you know, they're not used to it. It's, it's scary. Yeah. Um, and I had recently, at home, I had recently been seeing things in the dark, like kind of like shadow figures, you know, like standing in the corner or if my Weird. door was open, I would see it standing in a hallway and it would really scare me. And it happened a lot of the time when my mom was away for long periods of time. And my mom struggled with addiction. Um, so sometimes she was away. Either she had relapsed or sometimes she was actually like in a recovery, like a recovery rehab or um, halfway home or something mm-hmm. like that. Um, so I had been seeing a lot of these like shadow figures. And I would see them a lot when I was younger. Um, not so much now. Luckily, I haven't seen shadow figures in years. But mm. when I was younger, I saw them all the time. And um, it's freaky. I had never told anybody, you know. And this girl, Rachel, would have been the first person to sleep over in my room. And I was debating if I should tell her, you know. Right. And in my head, I was thinking of like, oh, maybe I'll tell her like my house is haunted and you know, like, I'll hype it up a little bit. Like, right. maybe she'll get excited to come over. Maybe she'll think it's cool or something and want to stay up with me and see the shadow figures. So I, I remember telling her, and, like, I I waited for a while. Like, we had dinner, we watched a movie, we were going to go to bed, and I was like, hey, Rachel, you know, um, my house is haunted. And she was like, what? And I was like, yeah, my house is haunted. And she was like, what are you talking about? And I was like, well, I you know, I see things at night. And she's like, you're scaring me. Stop saying that. And I was like, no, it's really cool. And in my mind, I was terrified of these shadow figures. Like, it was not cool. I don't know why I was saying this to Rachel. Yeah, I was just like, it's so cool. Like, we can stay up and we can watch the shadow figures. I don't know who I was. I don't know who this girl was (laughs) or what I was doing. But in my mind, I was thinking like, oh, if I hype it up, maybe like she'll help me not be afraid. Mm-hmm. Like, that's what I was thinking. Um, so, like, for a minute there, she was actually, like, kind of into it. Like, and it was just only lasted, like, a minute, maybe, right. at the most. She's all cool. Yeah, and, and then she was like, was oh, over. yeah, like, your house, is, like, that's okay. Like, we'll figure, we'll see if we can find the ghost or whatever. And I was like, cool, good, because, like, I'm always afraid to stay up by myself, mm-hmm. you know? And then this is when I just went to shit. She started crying <laughs> Um, screaming, saying she didn't want to stay in the haunted house. My grandma runs into the to my bedroom, which is literally right next to her bedroom, and she's like, "What's happening?" And she's like, "Danielle, what did you do?" Like automatically <laughs> assumed like I did something. 
And I was like, I told her the house was haunted. And my grandma looks at me and then she looks back at Rachel and she's like, the house is not haunted. Don't worry. And I had told like my grandma once before that I thought that the mm-hmm. house was haunted, but she kind of like shushed, up, yeah. shushed it up. Yeah. yeah. Shushed me up. And I never like spoke about it again. I never right. even talked to my mom about it. Like it was just something I didn't say. And she was like, I told you never to talk about that. Like, you're not supposed to tell people the house is haunted. She didn't say it wasn't haunted. She just said, you're not supposed to tell the people the house is haunted. But then she told Rachel the house wasn't haunted. Which, like, to me, it was just weird how she handled it. It was weird. Um, and then I got mad. And I started yelling and screaming and crying. Because I really was excited to have this girl stay over with me. Because I was afraid of the shadow figures. Mm-hmm. Um, she went home. She did not stay the night in my haunted house. Probably. Yeah. Um, and then she told her siblings and n- like n- never again were they ever over. Like they never even came over to hang out. Like I would have to go over to their house or um, and I would have sleepovers with them. But and then they eventually moved away and. I have never heard from Rachel again, but huh. I just felt like, why would I tell her? Because <laughs> you were scared yeah. and you wanted to protect her. Maybe. It could have been a form of protection. I feel like maybe I was just self- a selfish little kid and wanted somebody to be there with me because I was, like you said, like really scared. Well, you were scared. Yeah. You know, you're a child seeing these things. But did you see them when you got older or no? I have seen them when I was like in my 20s and um when I lived with certain people in my home I would see them a lot more often I had a weird roommate and I can get into that in a minute but I see them a lot when she was there I had a boyfriend who was really like a negative presence in my life and they would come around a lot then um and usually like when I was really struggling with suicidal thoughts and feelings I would see them a lot as well but I haven't seen them, honestly, since I've moved to Colorado. So I left them back in California, but which is kind of good, I guess. Are you happier here, would you say? Um, in general, the stuff that you went through in California? Yeah, I think that Less stressors. when I do struggle, I have definitely a stronger support system. Yeah. And I'm more active in my recovery and my mental health. So I think that maybe that has a lot to do with it. Could you be a little bit, what is that called? Um, where you see things and hear stuff? Crazy? No. Um, <laughs> no, not crazy. Schizophrenia. I don't yeah, know. Schizophrenic. Schizo- I do not have schizophrenia. Okay. Yeah. I've never. I didn't think so, but. Seen or heard things outside of like. It's a, but it only comes around when there's a negative presence, so it might be protecting you. Yeah, maybe. I never thought of it that way because it always felt scary. And that could just be come from when I was young. And It could have been your grandpa. Yeah, it really could have. Sometimes at my Oma's house, especially upstairs in my grandma's room, in her like I would feel a presence. And it wasn't it wasn't scary. Like sometimes it did scare me because it was this just this feeling of like you don't know what's there. You can feel somebody standing there or watching you, but you can't see anything. Right. Um, but a lot of the times, like, it didn't, like, when I started getting used to it, it wouldn't scare me. Right. I was like, oh, yeah, like, 
my mom and I would talk about it all the time. Like, we never named it, but we're like, yeah, like, just chilling upstairs, you know? Like, a, yeah. a, a, there was a few times where my mom and I got really scared, and <laughs> we were, like, sleeping in my grandma's room, because I think my grandma was away on, like, a casino, like, a casino trip out of all things. <laughs> people in, old people in their freaking, I'm gonna go gamble. Uh, yeah, with her girlfriend. Of course, you guys could have just drove to Vegas. What was it like? Eight hours to Vegas. Uh, no, I think it's more than that. Is I'm it? Not sure. Yeah. Well, it was like fourteen hours for us mm-hmm. from here. Maybe it is. I'm not. I can't remember. I, don't know I if should you guys know because I've driven to Vegas. To Vegas, so to here from <laughs> California. Yeah. I don't remember. It was, it's not as, it's not that long, but yeah, anyways, she went with her girlfriends and, um, so my mom and I were like sleeping in her room and we could feel this presence. And again, we didn't have a name for it. We just both knew that it existed in the house and it usually was upstairs in my grandma's room. It never left that room really. And, um, it was, I think it was storming outside. It was a, there was a bad thunderstorm and she got so scared that I had to sleep with her in the room and I had to stay with her. Mm-hmm. And there was one point where she had to go downstairs to get the cat or something. I think, or the dog. The dog or the cat, one of them. Maybe she had to walk. She had to walk up there, probably. And I got scared and I started freaking out. So I went with her. And um, when we came back, we were afraid to go back upstairs. So she had to call her boyfriend. I think it was Michael. She called Michael at the time. Really? Yeah. And yeah, I'm, yeah, I remember it was Michael because he was like, God damn it. I can't <laughs> believe you damn ladies like feeding each other. But we always <laughs> could feel this weird presence. And when Michael got there, we both were like, oh, it's fine. Like, it's just this guy. He stays up. We didn't know. We don't know. But my mom did mention once that it could have been her dad. She's like, I wonder if he ever hangs out, you know, and watches over me. Yeah, because she... Wouldn't he be kicking her ass for the shit that she's been doing? Was oh, doing? yeah. I think it really upset him. I'm sure. Especially when he was alive and she was using. I think it was really hard on yeah. him. I, my mom had a really close relationship with her father. I know that. And I know that um, he was a heavy drinker as well. Oh, uh, so, so he had addiction problems too. Yeah. So I think maybe like he didn't always see it. Maybe that's what he, how he died. To be honest, it could have been... He drank himself to death? No, I don't... I think it was a... I know he died of cancer. Oh, okay. But I'm just wondering, like, if, if it contributed. contributed I, I highly doubt that. But, yeah. Well, uh, what's my next scary story? The one at my buddy's house, I guess? Mm-hmm. Did I tell that one already on here? Um... I want to say the first episode I did. The first or last episode? No, tell it again. Why not? Like, nah. I don't want to repeat myself. I don't remember if you told it. Well, I guess I'll tell it again. It was probably... 2000... We got together 2014, right? Mm-hmm. So, 15. around in there... Sometime we, I went and like I, I just two thousand fifteen. Yeah, I just met you. Yeah, and uh, I remember because I was texting you. I was over at his house playing, probably freaking either Call of Duty or 
Halo, to be honest. So, you know, it got to be about, I don't know, we were pushing 30, so, like, midnight was rough, <laughs> you know? And, uh, so I, we went to sleep, it was probably about one, and I was going to sleep in his chair because he had a rocking chair, and then he had a room, like, in the back yeah. to my left. So, like, you would have had to walk some way to get to the room. It was next to the bathroom. Mm -hmm. And I was right next to the stairs in his chair. And, you know, I'm trying to get comfortable because sleeping in a chair sucks sometimes. Yeah. So I'm trying to get comfortable, and I'm starting to I'm starting to doze off when all of a sudden I hear, and then it stopped. Like, somebody hauled Freaky. ass down the stairs. That's terrifying. And just stopped at the last stair and was looking at me. And I was like, what the fuck? And his brother-in-law just died, so chances of it him being him are pretty high. Because they just had a kid, so I always figured uh, he was always there. That's sad. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, but it freaked me out so much that I just hauled ass up the stairs, went out the front door... Uh, locked the doorknob on the way out and left and walked. Got It's it's got to be two miles home, and it was cold. Yeah, that was winter. And and a cop stopped me, and I was all, because I I being a goth kid wearing all black, you know they're they're. There, like, I get stopped by cops here. It's stupid. And uh, I go, what? Like, really snotty? And she was all, I, I just, we were looking for a guy, and I was just wondering if you've seen him. <laughs> and I was like, oh, no, sorry. <laughs> and when I went on our way. Yeah. yeah. It was weird. In 2014 or 15, he was still, like, I yeah. still do. Yeah. I just remember, I thought you told me the same story, but you were a lot younger. I wasn't younger. Okay. I don't know why I keep feeling like this was a story from, like, a long time. Like, when no, you no. were hanging out with Gusto when you guys were teenagers and stuff. I never hung out with Gusto when we were teenagers. No. no. I thought no. you guys did. 18. Well, you're still teenagers. Jeez. Yeah, but not, like... Well, yeah. I mean, like, in my 20s and stuff, that's when I started really hanging out with him. Yeah, Yeah. I know you didn't hang out with him in high school. I was probably, like, 19, 20, 21. I remember going over to Gusto's house and going into their basement, and it just had a really creaky... Yeah, it did have a creaky creaky vibe. I mean, like, most basements do, but honestly, I was never the person that was afraid of basements. Yeah. That was never something that scared me. Um, maybe it's because I didn't grow up in a house with a basement. I don't know. I don't know. Basements. My grandma and grandpa's basement always felt so, ugh. And then they, it still feels ugh, because he's still alive and still lives there. But, like, they have this back room where, like, they kept all the board games and stuff. Mm Mm-mm. Me and mom would not go in there. And that's where the washer and dryer are now. And it was... Weird. It's just oh, weird. At Grandpa's house? Uh-huh. 
Yeah, it is weird. I've been yeah, in there. I hate that fucking room. I I've always like hated that, that room. Either. I would always sit and stare at it when I was younger. And my cousins were dicks and would tell me some blue guy would come out. <laughs> so, and, and say hi to them and stuff. And so I was, I was like, uh-uh. No way is some blue guy going to come talk to me. <laughs> <laughs> so I was scared of that room ever since I hated being down in that basement. You probably it was a lot cleaner. So that's where grandpa's office was. Yeah. And there wasn't It wasn't messy, it was just cluttered. Yeah. Well, none of that was there. Yeah. It was just the workout stuff. Weird. Which we could not play on. Aw. I know, and they had the rowboat one. That was fun. We used to play on it anyway. That's not the house you wanted me to get in trouble in at, though. But that that's one of my experiences. What else do I have that I can throw into the ring? Any... Crazy people experiences or crazy. crazy, I mean, like harmful or threatening you or anything like that. Um, crazy girlfriends, I don't know. No, yeah. if there was, I forgot. That's good. I was the crazy one. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> that makes me feel real safe. <laughs> I was. I mean, not like no. I'm gonna stalk you crazy, but wear vampire fangs all the time crazy. I have a stalker story. Stalker story. Didn't. I have two actually, um, but I'm gonna tell an um my roommate stalker story first. Roommates suck. We have um, two. Yes, we do have two, and they're fine. They're fine. They don't suck. They're they do not suck compared to some <laughs> of the roommates I've had. Um. So I had a friend, and I'm not really sure how I met her. And to save identity, I'll not like I don't know if anyone knows her, but we'll call her Jackie. Jackie. Okay, great. Jackie. That's a good name, actually. Yes. Um, and I met her through some mutual friends, and she was struggling. At home, I think she had gotten out of a bad relationship, and she didn't really have a place to stay. She was kind of couch hopping. She was staying with my one of the people I had recently met, and she, a friend. Like I guess we had all met at the same time. And again, I cannot tell you how we met. So odd. I can't remember. It's really weird. <laughs> that is weird. Um, and she was really nice. You know, very friendly. Very um ready to make you feel good about yourself she had stories of how everybody in her life were crazy and she kind of like victimized herself and I felt really bad I was the kind of person I lived on my on my own at the time in my apartment in Ventura California and I had also gotten out of a relationship and I was kind of living on my own I was trying to meet new people, you know, Mm -hmm. um, I had a really good job. I was just, you know, trying to get myself out there. Like I was a young girl and I didn't really have a lot of friends, you know? So I just met, 
it's so weird that I cannot remember how I met these people, but, um, the bar, the bar. No, I mean, we did go to the bar a lot, but no, hmm. I don't know me. You just met them. Somehow. I think I met them through a mutual friend of mine. I know that that's how we met. I just can't remember who the mutual friend was for the life of me, but we met and, um, she was really nice and she seemed like she was trying really hard to get back on her feet. She, you know, um, she was making plans for herself. She just needed like an extra hand and she was staying with this other guy. We'll call him Ralph. I don't know. I don't know. Ralph came Jackie and Ralph. Jackie and Ralph. Yes. I would never name my kid Ralph. Yeah. I don't know. It's just a weird uh, name. That's puke. Ralph. And he was also really nice, but I think at the time he was living with his father and stepmother and they didn't want her staying there anymore. Right. So, um, I naively was like, why don't you stay with me for a little bit? I was always willing to help people in my life and I had known them for a little bit, a few weeks now, and I felt comfortable. And at first this was like, this was like a week or two, you know, like to get on your feet, I'll help you. I was working at a place where um, I knew Ventura resources really well. You know, I, I could help her. I could help get her food stamps. I could help her with housing. You know, I just wanted to help people. I, I really struggled as a teenager and I felt like a lot of the time the help I needed and really felt like I needed was never there. So I wanted, wanted, yeah, exactly. And I, I just wanted to give her an extra chance. You know, I believed in her and she was so nice at at first. It was really, um, it was good, except on the first night she wanted to sleep in the same bed as me. And, you know, I hadn't thought it, thought it out. You know, I, it was a one bedroom apartment. There's a couch. I hadn't really thought it out, and I'm I'm not the kind of person that just sleeps in the bed with random people, you know. At this time, she wasn't random, but she was still kind Kind of of newer to me, you know. I didn't know her that well. Um, I'm not like I'm an I'm pretty affectionate with people I'm close to, but I it it takes me a minute to to really open up to people. Yeah. So this was weird for me, but in my head, I'm like, maybe it's not weird. Maybe I'm making it weird. Um, and I at first I said no. And she was like, well, come on, Danielle, like, where am I going to sleep? Like, I figured that's what you meant when I could stay, like, we could sleep in the same bed. And I was like, okay, maybe I'm just making it weird. And it's not weird. No, it's weird. And I had an extra comforter anyway, so it wasn't like we were sleeping under the same. Oh, okay, yeah, that makes sense. Blanket. But it, but a few nights in, she would want to sleep under the same blanket as me. Oh. And at the time, I had come out as bi and I was experimenting with that um but I didn't know her I wasn't like experimenting with her in that way like yeah. I hadn't made any sexual like, advancements no like I was it didn't even come it to my mind it wasn't something I had thought of about her at all like right. nothing and one day I think she came home from work and she was like hey you know Danny I'm I'm bi and I was like, oh, cool. Like, that's awesome. You know, thanks for telling me, I guess. And yeah. she was like, I just thought you should know because um, Ralph told me the other day that you're bi too. And I was like, oh, cool. Well, um, nice. <laughs> like, that's great, you know. Um, and 
it just kind of started getting weird from there. Thanks. She so. um, didn't ever help me financially. She never cleaned up after herself. She would always have excuses. Like it was constantly like a victimizing thing. Like, oh, I just can't do this. Or like, I'm just upset about that. And I don't, I don't know. Like to, I can't, I can't remember some of the things that she said, but a lot of the time it was like, I can't help financially right now. I'm really struggling. You know, I'm trying to get back on my feet. Yeah. Um, I can't clean up because I have to go to work and then do this and that. It was just like, she always had something to do and a plate somewhere to go. Like she wasn't around that much, but like when she was, it was like very um, controlling and like always wanting to be around and like controlling who we hung out with. So if I hung out with Ralph without her, Jackie would freak out and she would start threatening us and like sending us like messages and it got to the point where like I started becoming fearful yeah for myself um she would start saying stuff to Ralph and he'd come back to me and he never really told me exactly what she said but he would be like hey like you need to get Jackie out of your apartment it is not safe for you to keep her there and it really kind of came out of nowhere to me like it it went from almost like zero to a hundred overnight it was like really odd to me and i didn't understand what was happening and she was like the kind of person that if i brought something to her attention that was bothering me she would kind of spin it around and make me feel crazy like Mm -hmm. how could you say that like i would never do that or um you're making it up you know like kind of gaslighting like she would just kind of like turn it around or like you're overreacting or like you're being a really bad roommate or like, I would never do that to you. Yeah. You know, like kind of yeah. just making me feel like shit. If I like asked her to right. do something, she started using like my, my cleansing products. She started using like for your face. Yeah. Like, oh. no, just like everything, like my hygienic products. Like she, she started just like using everything. Like I felt like she was using me. Like she wouldn't pay for anything. Well, she didn't have any money. So um, I get that. She was working though. Oh. So she just decided, like, chose not to pay. I guess. She was working at the Circle K that was, like, literally right down the street from oh, me. Oh, okay. Which made it really easy because, like, I would just meet her after work and we'd hang out, and, you know, like, yeah. she'd just walk. It was walking distance. Right. Um, she also had a dog at the time, and I loved that dog and a lizard. Ew. And I wasn't necessarily comfortable because I had a cat and I didn't know how my cat would react. Cat was fine. Who was the cat? But one day, uh, Lucky. Lucky. And one day the lizard got out and Lucky and Butters were there. And um, we couldn't find it. I swore I thought that it got eaten or died or something or got out. The cat ate it. I don't know. I, the, the cat, cat would, ate it? It was a big <laughs> lizard. It was, I can't remember. A uh, bearded dragon, not a lizard. Like bearded dragon. That's what it was. And Ooh. I loved that thing. I would talk to it, hang out with it. Um, cause there was sometimes like, she wouldn't come home. Like she'd be gone. She'd like go to work, come back and then like stay at her boyfriend's for yeah. a while. And then there was times like her boyfriend, her would stay at my place a lot on the couch. I don't know. Weird. It was weird. But, um, she decided to start like staying with her boyfriend more often and wanted me to take care of the dog because the dog couldn't go there with her. I don't know why. And I was like, yeah, I'll take care of your dog. I I love your dog. I love that dog. I walk it. My dog had recently passed away and it was really hard on me. So um, I loved taking care of that dog. And um, 
it got to the point where like I wasn't sure she was gonna come back to get the dog. Like it got really weird there That's for weird. a second. Yeah. So finally I, I stood up and I started I stood up for myself and I was like, Hey Jackie, like this isn't okay. Um, you haven't paid me any rent. In fact, like I've given you money, you yeah. know, and I understand that you're struggling. Um, but I see that you're working, uh, she would like buy alcohol, she drank a lot. Um, I think she was smoking a lot of weed, which is fine, but she was using like that money for weed instead of like helping me at home. Mm. Like she smoked my weed, like she ate my food, you know, and it was, it was hard. It was getting to the point where I was like, I feel like I'm really being taken advantage of. And, um, anytime that I would bring it to her attention, it came to be this like big ordeal. And it got to the point where it took like three days of intervention and a threat to the police to call the police and um my friend Ralph to get her to get out of my apartment like she was in the apartment wouldn't let us in um I ended up calling Ralph to come over and he eventually like persuaded her to open the door I don't remember what I was doing if I was just outside or doing the laundry or if I was just hanging out. I just didn't have the keys on me. I went to Circle K to pick up something. Mm-hmm. It's like cigarettes or something. And she wouldn't let me back in. And then um, finally, I I locked her out. I asked yeah. her for my key and I got it back. And um, she came and pounded on the window. She, would, she was yelling, threatening us, um, just causing like so much chaos and it was really scary so um that's really i had to eventually like i think we ended up calling the cops we did and at that point she had left and they were like if she comes back let us know you know let us know if she's around Mm -hmm. and her her thing was like because you've been letting me stay here you're not allowed to kick me out and i really believed this but the cops made made me aware like she hasn't been paying rent Um, there's nothing in signing. She's not on the lease and she's threatening you. Like she cannot cut, like, don't worry. Like you're not going to, like she threatened to almost kick me out of my own apartment. No, She was like really trying. It was really crazy. Um, so finally she's got, she got out, but she had some of my stuff. I still had her dog because she wasn't able to take care of it. So I was still hanging out with her dog. And, um, I had asked her, I was like, when we, finally like made that transition and like let her like the cops came i'd asked her like are you gonna come get your dog and she said no you can keep that bitch so i was like okay i will keep your dog then you know like you're gonna talk about a dog like that to to me and i've been taking care of this dog pretty much the entire time you've been staying here and at that point i'd been about two months yeah you know so i was like yeah i'll take the dog um so we were out, actually, I was out with Ralph, and we were getting, like, dog food, and we were just hanging out. I think we went to Target yeah. or something. We were just hanging out, and she had been calling me nonstop, but I don't remember if I, I think I was just ignoring it. Yeah. And um, finally, I'm on my way home, and I get a text from her, and I think Ralph looked at it, because I was like, hey, look at my formal pics, and yeah. Jackie won't stop calling me, and he sh- he's like, oh my god danielle she just sent me a picture of your car and i was like what what do you mean a picture of my car she's like a picture of us at the stoplight back there and i was like she sent me a sent you a picture of us in my car driving she and he was like yeah 
And I was like, are you fucking serious? <laughs> like, are you, is she watching us? And at this point, like my heart dropped. Yeah. It really scared me. I had never experienced something like this. Yeah. And I was like, is this a threat? And um, I don't remember what the text message was, but it felt threatening. Yeah. It felt like really oh, scary. Sure. And um, we got back finally and she's standing there and she's like, where's my fucking dog, you bitch? Like, how dare you? Like, she's like just yelling frantic saying that I kidnapped her dog. It was crazy. It was insane. And I was like, dude, I didn't kidnap your dog. Like, you can have your dog back. I just, I literally went to go pick up food. I didn't even, I gave her the food. I didn't even ask her for the money. You yeah. Know? I was just like, take, if you want your dog, take him. Like, or take her. Like, it's fine with me. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that was terrifying. And, that was terrifying. Um, I never heard from her again. Good. And after, until I moved I moved to Colorado. I hadn't heard from her. And I went back to California to see a friend after a year of living in Colorado almost. Maybe not a year. It was shorter than that because I had met you before. So it was like a few months. I had only been in Colorado for a few months at that oh, time. Yeah, I didn't know you were um, back. Yeah, just for a little bit, like a week. And I ran into I ran into her with, my fr- with Ralph <laughs> and my other friend. And Ralph went away. He's like, I'm not dealing with this bitch. I haven't talked to her. Like, I want nothing to do with Jackie. Yeah. Um, and I'm sitting there and my my other friend, I'll call her Marissa. And she she's she didn't know Jackie. She yeah. Marissa's like one of my best friends. And she doesn't know Jackie. She's never met Jackie. I've told her a little bit about Jackie, but she doesn't really know right. like who she is. I don't think she ever met her. Right. And um and Jackie is sitting there and she she has a kid she's she had a kid uh-huh. and this kid she had gotten pregnant like on my couch really <laughs> yeah she was all excited I remember I was uh at work and she sent me like a, a picture of, of the oh. pregnancy test that's when I was like I need to get this girl out um but yeah she was like oh we can raise the baby together like she really wanted to raise this baby together because she wasn't sure if she was going to end up with her boyfriend, which I think they are ended up together, which I'm really happy for yeah. her. But anyways, we ran into her and I was like, oh, my gosh, it's so good to see you and your baby. I was really excited to see the baby. The baby's yeah. beautiful, beautiful little girl with this these red curls. She's so cute, yeah. you know. And she looked at me and she's like, it's good to see you, too. You look really good. And I was like, thank you. Like, I'm glad that you're doing well. You know, you know, how are you doing? And um, she was like, you know. So are you ever going to apologize for what you did to me? And because Marissa's there and I'm in town, I didn't even want to tell her I didn't live here anymore. I was just like, you know what? I am so sorry. Like I must've been on drugs or something. Like I am working on myself. I am bettering myself. Like you are the definition of angelic. Thank you so much for helping me realize what a problem I was. And I'm so sorry for feeding you. And letting you live in my apartment rent free for two months and taking care of you and your dog and your uh dragon. Um, thank you. <laughs> Bearded dragon. Yeah. Thank you so much. I don't remember exactly what it was like really sarcastic, but like over the top nice. Yeah. yeah. And she didn't catch it. Like she was like, Really? I'm so glad you realized <laughs> what you did. I'm so glad you're working on yourself and getting better. <laughs> oh my <laughs> like, God. Yeah, me too. Yeah, so that I'll was see the you later. last time I ever saw her. Go, go fuck yourself. So, Jackie, if you're listening to this and you know who you are, you know who you are. <laughs> um, <clears throat> hope you're doing well. 
Well, You're creepy. That was creepy. That's it, very creepy. It was really creepy. But, but I don't I don't know if I have any more stories. Yeah, I have a few more, you. but we can save it for another podcast. Another podcast. Another time. Some more creepy roommate stuff and stalkers and people who follow well i got followed off the bus once which is why i'll never take a bus yeah it's terrifying i don't Um, i'm trying to remember if i have anything else that was creepy not really charlotte's creepy she's taking a bang if you guys hear that weird meow that was her i don't know what she was doing (laughs) I touched her and she was all <laughs> but I think that's it for this podcast yeah. this episode happy Halloween happy ween we might do one on Halloween yeah some that'd spooky be cool stories more spooky story Halloween have some more people on maybe thanks for hanging out and listening to our podcast if you listened all the way um Thank yeah, you. Thank Thanks you. for being here. Happy Halloween. Stay Happy safe. Halloween. Stay, stay safe. Stay spooky. Stay spooky. I'm going to say that at the end of everyone now. <laughs> All right, everybody. Stay spooky. Bye. Bye.